Hello, my beautiful friends. My name is Bryn Wise, and you are listening to the Grace Mama Grace podcast. I am a mom who struggles with mom guilt, and I am working tirelessly to overcome it. It is my mission to help you remember that you are enough, exactly the way you are. You are the mother your children need, and you are perfect as a mother just because you love your kids. Let's do this. Hello, hello, my beautiful friends. Kay, this is actually something that I've been wanting to talk about for a really long time. And so I'm super excited to have you here today. I'm so glad you pushed play on this episode because I really, really think even if bullying is not something that you personally struggle with, or that your kids struggle with, I still think that there is some wisdom that you can glean from this episode. So thank you for pushing play. With that said, sometimes the biggest struggle that some parents have is dealing with bullies with their children. And one of my favorite tools and resources for dealing with bullies in my kindergarten class was a book called Enemy Pie by Derek Munson. And you guys, get that book. Oh my word. It is probably, hands down, my favorite children's book that's ever been written. And that's saying a lot because (laughs) we literally have hundreds of children's books in my house. Okay. But it is a book about a little boy. And I would love to read it to you, but for copyright reasons, I I don't want to get in trouble, whatever. But It's a book about a little boy who has an enemy and this boy moved in. His name is Jeremy Ross and he just like totally ruined this cute little boy's life. Okay. And so he's talking to his dad about this enemy that he has and his dad is like, okay, well, I have the perfect plan to help you get rid of this enemy. And so this cute little boy, I don't think we ever even know his name, but he's like, okay, like, tell me, tell me all about it. How do we get rid of him? Because seriously, this this kid's driving me crazy, right? And the dad is like, we're going to make him enemy pie. And oh my goodness, this little boy is like, his brain is just reeling like, okay, what is it going to do? Is it going to make his hair fall out? Is it going to make his breath smell bad? Is it going to make him whatever? What's this pie going to do to him? And the dad's like, you'll just have to wait and see. And His dad tells him, but you have the tricky part. You have to invite him over so that he trusts you enough to have this enemy pie. And so the little boy's like, oh my gosh, like my dad is an expert at this. He totally gets it. He totally understands, right? So he's like, okay, I'll do it. So he goes over to Jeremy Ross's house and he invites him over to play. And of course, Jeremy Ross like kind of like looks at him (laughs) like, what? We don't like each other. I mean, he doesn't say that, but he looks at him with the sort of like, okay, sure. Yeah, we can play, you know, and they end up doing all sorts of things together and they, they jump on the trampoline together. They throw boomerangs together. They have an awesome day together. And Jeremy Ross wants to go in this little boy's clubhouse and in his clubhouse, he has a list of his enemies who are not allowed in his clubhouse. And guess what? There's only one person on that list, right? And it's Jeremy Ross. So he has to climb up 
ahead of him, take down the list so that Jeremy doesn't see it, right? And then they go up to the clubhouse and eventually the dad calls him in for enemy pie because it's ready. And and the little boy's like, oh my gosh, like it smells delicious. And and I I can't remember, but at some point the dad's like, well, it has to smell delicious or else he would never take a bite, right? And so they're about to have this enemy pie and the little boy tells Jeremy, Jeremy, don't eat it. Don't eat it. It's going to make your hair fall out. It's going to make your breath smell bad or whatever. And Jeremy's like, well, if it's so bad, why is your dad eating it? And his, sure enough, his dad's just over there scarfing down this pie, right? And so the little boy's like, oh, well, maybe it is okay. And they all enjoy a piece of pie, right? And the book ends by, it makes me emotional like every time, the book ends by him saying, as for enemy pie, I still don't know what it does. And I guess I'll never know because I just lost my best enemy, right? Why? Why did he lose his best enemy? Because they became friends. And when it comes to handling and dealing with bullies, I really truly think that is the absolute best tool and resource we could ever have. And it reminds me of the scripture in Matthew. This comes from Matthew chapter 5 verse 44 in the King James Version of the Bible. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. And that scripture never really made sense to me until I read this book, this children's book, right? And it totally made sense of, okay, what if that's all I do? What if someone is super harmful and hurtful and terrible to me and I really genuinely try to love them and invite them over and see things through their eyes and through their perspective? And I remember having a really powerful lesson in church one Sunday and the the leader was sharing a story about a bowling ball that if someone's carrying around a bowling, a bowling ball and just swinging it everywhere, right? If you are, if you ever get close to that person, you're going to get hit, right? You're going to get hit by that bowling ball and guess what? It's going to hurt. And she likened it unto, we all are carrying bowling balls around and some of us have smaller bowling balls. Some of us have bigger bowling balls. Some of us are swinging it crazily and wildly and others are just kind of every once in a while rocking it back and forth or whatever. But we all are carrying hard, heavy things, every single one of us. And when someone else is hurting you or hurting your child, just really, truly remembering that and remembering that they are a son or daughter of God who is hurting (laughs) and just giving them grace. And I know it's so much easier said than done when they're hurting you or hurting your child. But if you get to know that human, if you find out more about that bully that maybe is bullying your child or bullying you, even as adults sometimes on the internet or or whatever, we still get bullied, right? Or people say things that are unkind to us. 
And and if we really truly just try to put ourselves in their shoes, learn a little bit about them, figure out what it is that's going on behind the scenes, why would they have said something like that? Are they going through something really hard? Do they just really need a friend? Are they alone? Did they just find out their mom has cancer? Did they just find out their brother is about to die? Did they lose someone close to them? Did they are, do they have to move? Do they not have enough food at their house and they're starving or embarrassed or maybe they don't have hot water at their house or their lights just got turned off or they're struggling with money or they don't have any friends or whatever, fill in the blank, right? There could be so many things going on behind the scenes to make this person's bowling ball feel that much heavier, that much harder, swinging that much more wildly to hit you or your child, right? So, really trying to learn about them, really trying to love them, inviting them to be your friend or your child's friend, and really truly truly coming to love them and and praying for them, right? And do good to them and all the things that that scripture says. So one, one last thing I wanted to share with you. I want to keep this one short and sweet. But one last thing that I wanted to share with you is my husband and I were actually having this conversation just the other day, and it was just one of his clients sent him kind of a nasty, a nasty message, um, that he was unhappy about the service my husband had given as his landscaper. He's done. Peace out. See you later. And this customer was very, very rude to, to my husband. Right. And it was like first thing in the morning and he was just like on his phone forever. And I was like, what are you working on? And he was like, uh, I'm dealing with a hater. And I was like, what happened? You know, and he told me the story and I was like, okay, but is your hater worth all the time you're giving him right now? And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I mean, you've been on your phone for like 20 minutes trying to reply to this guy is he really worth that? And it's like the first thing in the morning on a Saturday. Like, are you, is it really worth your time? Is he really worth your time? And he was like, well, I'm worth this time to stand up for myself. And I was like, yes, true. But at the same time, you don't have to communicate any of that to him because you know your worth, you know who you are. And nothing you say is going to change his mind or his opinion about you. And so just lovingly walk away, right? Brush it off. See you later. And I'm going to (laughs) go know who I am and not let his words affect me, right? And really, truly, it's there's a book called Start, which I know I've talked about a million times, right? And in that book, he talks about critics math. And he shares an example of the the Southwest Airlines. And there is a customer who just is not happy with anything they do. And they, she just keeps writing in letter after letter after letter of this was not great. This was not great. This was not great. This was not great. This is terrible. This is terrible. No matter what, like, and they would try to help her try to, you know, make things right. They would respond kindly. And then one email, she just goes off on all the things that were terrible about her flight. 
And <laughs> the customer service people were like, we don't know what to even say to this one. And so they took it to the higher ups. And I think it was the CEO. I might be butchering the story, but I'm pretty sure it was the CEO or something that like, <laughs> okay, how do we reply to this? And he wrote just a few words that are very profound. And those words were, we will miss you. And that's it. That's all the email said. We will miss you, right? Because ultimately, <laughs> this girl is choosing Southwest over and over and over and over and over and over again. And if she's really that unhappy with it, there's a million other <laughs> airlines, right? Go fly with someone else. We'll miss you, right? And I think that that concept and that principle is so, so powerful, right? Because I think when it's someone that you're interacting with on a daily basis, if it's someone your kids go to school with, if it's someone that goes to church with you or in your neighborhood with you, really truly trying to know them, love them, understand them, invite them to be your friend, all the things. But when it comes to a stranger on the internet that you don't even know who's bullying you, there's a beautiful feature called block. <laughs> block, right? And being unafraid to this person is not worth my time or my energy. They commented something very rude or very nasty. They, you know, in the case of my husband, I now am no longer going to get to work for this person because he just fired me because he's so unhappy. We will miss you, period. And you don't even have to reply. You, you can just say, I'm so sorry you feel that way. I wish you well. Period. Block. Right? If it's on the internet. If it's on social media. If it's, if it's an email. If it's whatever. If it's an unhappy customer. I am so sorry that you feel that way. I wish you the best. Send. Then cut off all contact. Right? Like truly not allowing ourselves to sink to the level of I need to fight back or I need to stand up for myself or, and there's a very real difference between I'm going to stand up for myself and I'm going to spend a whole bunch of time and energy fighting with this person about why I'm enough. And if you really step back and think about it, the fact that you're having to fight and prove your worth kind of sends this message that you're not really sure if you have worth because you have to fight for it and you have to argue about it and you have to prove points about why you are worthy of whatever it is that you're being accused of, right? But if you just don't, <laughs> you just don't even take part in it, that proves your worth more than any argument you could ever have because you're just choosing. I know who I am. I know I have worth. I know I have value and I do not need to spend my time or my energy fighting with this person who will never agree with me. Right? Block. See you later. Right? So that's all I really wanted to share today. But I hope this gives you some tools, tips, tricks, you know, 
some insight towards what we can do to get rid of bullies, (laughs) to get rid of our enemies. One, understand them. Make them your friends. Two, know who you are. And don't sink to the level of having to prove that worth if it's someone you don't even know on the internet. Block, delete, unfriend, see you later, bye. Right? And then go spend the time and energy with the people you love who fill your cup. Right? One more time, I want to read that scripture. Again, Matthew 5.44 in the King James Version of the Bible. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Blocking that person on social media is not hating them. That's loving yourself enough to protect yourself. You can absolutely block them and then pray for them, right? While also protecting yourself. So love them. And you can do that by, I'm so sorry you feel that way. I wish you all the best. Bless them. I wish you all the best. Do good to them by not fighting with them. Pray for them. And then see you later. (laughs) Except for I probably won't. Right? And come to know and love and try to make friends with those you know in real life who aren't treating you kindly or who aren't treating your children kindly. All right, my friends, I love you. Let me know if this was helpful to you or if you want me to share anything more about this, but truly we can be bigger and we can be better and we can love more deeply ourselves and others. I love you, my friends. I'll see you next week. All right, you guys, that's it. Thank you for sticking around. If this message spoke to you today, please feel free to share it with someone you love. It would mean the world to me if you would leave this podcast a quick review from wherever you're listening from so that other mamas can find it too. Be sure to find me on Instagram so that we can be friends in real life. You can find me at Bryn Wise. Thank you for making the choice to become a mom. Thank you for loving your kids. Remember that you are doing better than you think you are. Remember to lean on your village. Remember, the biggest contribution you make in this world might not be something you do, but someone you raise. And always remember to give yourself grace.